Dominic, Dominic, you've asked me many a uh, strong political question before. Well, Dominic, as you might guess, I've been asked that a few times before. To those in the press who did their job and did it with professionalism, and even to some of you who are actually kind, where's Dominic? I think you are really in a very, very high league. And I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level. So that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. We are going to get into a very serious topic in just a second as it relates to Keona uh, Holly, the Baltimore police officer. I'll explain what happened to her. I had planned on going to it in great detail during the 4 o'clock show today. But we got caught up with the uh, COVID issue. And so we will deal with that in just a few minutes. I do want to uh, point out that one of our great listeners here at uh, WABC, Drew, Drew, I think, feels that he is my conscious. And Drew gives me a hard time. You are so unfair to the Democrats. You're supposed to protect our vice president. These are the things that Drew tells me, right? So now it turns out, oh, you're so unfair. You're unfair to Biden uh, via email, via, via, via calls. And Drew says that the thing that really drives him over the edge is that I predicted that Trump could win again in 2024. Well, Guess who's saying exactly the same thing now that I have been stating on this radio station for months? Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton, and I'm I'm not going to play the sound tonight. We're going to save it until 4 o'clock later on today. But Hillary Clinton, and she's also, I've been taking a shot at progressives, right? Hillary Clinton is doing exactly the same thing. Thing. She is ringing the alarm bell that progressives could sink Democrats this year in the midterms, 2022. And she's saying all of this as the Democrats' concerns over midterms continue to grow amid this wave, this wave of retirements amongst Democrats and party infighting. So Hillary Clinton says, and we're going to let you hear her words tomorrow, not tonight. Hillary Clinton says that Donald Trump could win again in 2024. Now she goes on to greatly criticize Trump and say that that it would be a stain on democracy. But the point is, Hillary Clinton says that Donald Trump could win in 2024. Now, my friend Drew said that I was not being fair, that I'm being a partisan, that I'm only giving you Republican talking points. Could it be, folks, that, frankly, I know what I'm talking about when it comes to politics and I'm accurately reading the tea leaves? Could that be it? 
That is indeed the case. We are taking your telephone calls this hour, 1-800-848-WABC, 1-800-848-9222. So the serious topic right now, and politics is is serious because uh, politics impacts almost everything in all of our lives, whether you realize it or not. But the killing of Baltimore police officer Keona Holly. Where's the outrage for her? December 16th, 2021, this year, nine days before Christmas. She was assassinated, sitting alone. And I believe it was one of our listeners, uh, I believe it was Jennifer in Boston, that it, that brought this case to my attention. Officer Holly was sitting in her patrol car at 1.30 a.m. in southern Baltimore. Trayvon Shaw, 32 years old, a violent felon awaiting trial, awaiting trial on a gun possession charge, shot her from behind, according to his accomplice. Striking Holly twice in the head, once in the leg, and once in the hand. A week after the ambush, she was removed from life support and died, leaving behind four children. Four children. A police officer, she happened happened to be uh, African-American. The suspect's African-American. And on one of the GoFundMe uh, pages for her, this is what it says. Officer Holly was ambushed on the battlefield of Baltimore City. A battlefield created by despair, desperation, and design. Officer Holly was on the front lines of a city that promotes reactive solutions instead of proactive, proactively searching for root causes. Where's the outrage for this police officer? Where's the outrage for her? Her sister and her family they have been talking to the media and giving impassioned comments and speeches. And her sister, her sister's name is LaWanda Sykes, said that of her sister that she was a mother, a daughter, a sister, and a woman who had a lifelong goal of becoming a police officer. Her sister goes on to say, we've got to do better in this city, Baltimore. We are killing ourselves. It should not be like this. Where's the outrage for this officer? Where are the protests for this officer? Where's Black Lives Matter? Where are the civil rights leaders? Four children that now are going to have to be raised by her sister and her mother So her grandmother has got to step up. 
And let's start with the telephone calls. Let me uh, let me begin uh, here with uh, Michael. Michael is calling from Cliffside Park, New Jersey. Good morning, Michael, and you're on the Dominic Carter Show. Yeah, good morning. Uh, Candace Owens supported a Republican candidate, a black woman, who she, I don't, not familiar with the woman, but if Candace Owens says she's really good, she's pro-law and order, she will straighten out the city of Baltimore. You can believe every word that Candace Owens said. Well, she ran, and the people of Baltimore said thumbs down, and they didn't vote for her, and the Democrat got in. You get what you vote for. This is the kind of person that the people in Baltimore want. They had a chance to pick a really good person. And she was black. She understands racism and everything else. She would have killed herself to help the fellow, the people in Baltimore and straighten out the city. But the people said, no, we want the lunatic mayor that we already have. They put him back in office. And that's the answer. And as long as the people keep putting these idiots back into office, this is going to continue. And there's absolutely no hope for anything to change. It'll just continue and continue and continue. And that's it. Well, well, you, you know what, Michael? I thank you for the call. It, it's starting to seem like you are, are more right than wrong with your assessment in terms of it's just continuing, continuing. But in this case... This is a police officer that was, as all police officers are, a productive member of society, but in particular, an African-American officer that was a credit to her community, a credit to her community. And I'm going to, um, I I have a lot of comments uh, that have been uh, emailed to me and so on, um, as it as it relates to uh, to this young lady, and I'm going to uh, get to some of them in uh, in just a, a a little bit. So, for example, before I go to the next telephone call, this email and you can send me emails. I receive lots of them. Uh, Dominic Carter at wabcradio.com, and uh, this is from one of the listeners of the show, Tanya Covington, and just listen to what Tanya has to say. The subject, this this email came in tonight, why the ambush killing of Officer Ki- Ki- Kiana Holly was not newsworthy, for why it was not newsworthy. Tanya goes on to state, quote, the murder of this officer cannot be spun into a racial issue by the media, or so-called civil rights leaders. She was sitting in her patrol car innocently in a black high-crime area, so it can't be spun into a race-baiting issue. The shooters were black, and the officer was as well. There's no money to be made, So no BLM protests, no civil rights leaders or attorneys, and no news media. It's just, and I'm continuing uh, with her her email from tonight. It's almost done. It's just another case of black repeat offenders killing two black victims. 
The second victim was killed an hour later. Black on black crime, not newsworthy. It's just another day of being black. We must advocate for stifter sentences for those violent criminals and they would not become repeat offenders. That's what Tanya Covington uh, emailed me tonight in terms of her perspective on this. Let me go to my friend Drew in White Plains listening on the WABC app. Let's see what Drew has to say about this. Good morning, Drew. Good morning. So I heard what you said. So I want to go on record because I was correct the other day when I told you I said Adams is going to continue his mandate, what de Blasio said. And, you know, I think on people want to paint Adams out to be the anti-de Blasio Democrat. And I think people Okay, but wait, wait, Drew, Drew, it's like it's almost like you didn't hear anything I just said. You, you're going off to Eric Adams. I'm talking about this officer, and you've been on my back telling me that I'm not fair to Democrats. And now Hillary Clinton mm-hmm. is saying exactly the same things that I have been saying. Okay, and let me go on record as saying this. I've dealt with the criminal justice system. Trump, I'm going to say it tonight, will not be able to run because he's going to be tied up in legal proceedings in New York. Okay, but that, you that's your opinion. That. That, that's, that's your okay. opinion. And your we, opinion we'll is that he won't be. But I want to be on record with my opinion. So when it comes okay, to Okay, all right, I hear you. I hear you. You're, saying, you're saying you want to be on record. I said that. I got you. Yes, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Now, as far as what Hillary's saying, I, I, I want to get what is the word progressive, Dominic, because we throw it around so much. What is a progressive? Because I'm confused. Because Honestly, in me, my opinion, right? in my opinion, yes, uh, someone yeah. that's running game to get elected that tells a a bunch of people what they want to hear, and and basically what they're saying is, I'll give you something for nothing, and I won't crack down on crime, and basically that's what a progressive is to me. Okay, fair enough. Um, I do think people. I, I, I listen. I'm agree with you. I think people like that can think it, but when people say progressive. I think people go into identity politics. And to me, from what I've been seeing, on certain issues besides crime and besides um, being pro-business, Adams is more to the left than de Blasio. Okay, he hey, got but Drew, but Drew, but wait, 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 I got a lot of calls, but, but you gave me a hard time because I said that Trump could run again and win. Now you have a top Democrat, Hillary Clinton, saying exactly the same thing. She's a loser, and black men stayed home when she came out. The, the reason why her election got sunk, let's take the gloves off, is because black men stayed home. How is she in a position to talk? She's the reason why Trump got elected in the first place. The African-American population stayed home when Hillary ran. The progressive population stayed home when she ran. Her election got sunk. When they came out and voted in 2020 and put the election overward. I mean, you don't have to be, come on, you can tell the truth, Dom. You can tell the truth. You know that's true, and I know that's true. Black men and women stayed home when Clinton ran because of the 94 crime bill. I don't think she's in a position to talk. Okay, all right, all right. So, uh, Drew, I hear you. And um, uh, that's your opinion, that, that you feel she's not in a position to chat. I, I, I thank you for the call. I am. Oh, wait, wait. In fairness to you, you wanted to make your quick point about Eric Adams. And then I do need to move on. But go right ahead, please, quickly. Okay. Like I was about to say, Eric Adams has been more to the left on identity, politics, and race. 
He climbed the ladder because of 100 black men in law enforcement. He has progressives as his deputy mayor. When people use the word progressive, I don't think that they're, they're saying just not cracking down on crime. He's going to be tough on crime. But at the end of the day, he is there to move certain things forward that have not been be, being able to be moved forward with traditional Democrats like Hillary Clinton. Like mm-hmm. I said, people stayed home when Hillary ran. You know okay. that, and I know that, Dom. All I ask is you to tell the truth, because you okay. know that people stayed home when she ran. True okay. or not. All right. All right. Fair enough. The the the, uh, the Democratic base that should have been there for her uh, and that Obama had pushed to be there for her, it wasn't. I thank you for the call, Drew. Tomorrow, well, tomorrow, later on today, I'm going to be focusing solely on this Hillary Clinton factor. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. I see you folks. A lot of you want to talk about crime, want to talk about what happened, how this officer in Baltimore was assassinated, the mother of four children, and basically outside of Baltimore, no one is saying nada. Dominic Carter here with you. We'll be right back. Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back discussing where is the outrage for this Baltimore police officer who was assassinated. I'm looking at a full page uh, photo of her as we speak. And this is not the one where she's in uniform. This is another photo and it and you know she has her hair done and she looks very happy and she looks like she was going out and this mother going out on a social uh social event this mother of four is gone and no one's no one's saying anything no one's saying anything but yet when it's the situation the situations that occurred in uh, Minnesota Every detail to the minute is breaking news. Breaking news internationally. Internationally. But a woman who was serving her city, a mother of four, she's in her patrol car. It reminds me of Eddie Burns in Queens. She's in her patrol car, and she's assassinated. She's hit in the back of her head on life support for a a week and then removed and died. Again, leaving behind four children. Let's go to Luciano in Passaic, listening on the WABC.com. And good morning to you. What's on your mind? Dominic, uh, I just want to say thank you uh, for... uh doing what you do. You and Lydia, it's like magic and bird filling in, just performing clutch services. I just want to tell you, you guys are great. Um, that officer in Baltimore, I really want to extend my condolences. That's very, very sad. And you know what? What really, what really punched me in the throat at the beginning of COVID, well, I'm sorry, at the beginning of the uh, riots, the Floyd riots, when that man, uh, the police officer Dorn, was shot in St. Louis, that that was really something, and it, and it's still, you know, and it, where 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 where's the upheaval for that? 
and and it's continuing. It's sad. The blue needs to be backed. And thank right. you for your work, Dominic. Right. Well, th- and thank you for your kind, very kind comment. Um, police throughout the country. Listen, folks. <laughs> Most people of color want the same things that everybody else wants. And what that means is that all of us, thank you for the call, Luciano. All of us, we have to support our police. It it really is as simple as that. It's as simple as that. If we don't have our police folks, then what what are we going to have? What type of world are we going to live in? And so I'm impressed with the uh, mayor-elect of New York City, Eric Adams, declaring early on that he's going to support his police officers. And it's common sense. It's good politics to support the police. I'm impressed by the fact that when those two officers were shot in the Bronx, recently Eric Adams showed up with the uh, PBA as the officers were released from the hospital. We must support our police. Let's go to Andrew listening on the W on WABC.com in Stanhope, New Jersey. Good morning, Andrew. What's on your mind? All right, Dominic. And we support the police and we worked in the same TV news, Files One News in the past. And when I covered crime stories in the inner city, the black and Spanish people always said they wanted more police presence, especially at night. And the only people that ever said the opposite were actually the criminals, you know, or somebody that was related to the guy that got her. But the people all wanted more police presence. And I wanted to say, I just want to commend you for highlighting that all lives matter, black lives, black police officers, their lives. I covered in the Poconos um, in Stroudsburg, and this young man with mental issues was shot by the state troopers. But he had like a a gun that wasn't a real gun, but it looked real. It didn't have the tip, and he was putting it down, picking. And the troopers actually ran. But the fake news, like they actually show video where he only has his hands up and not the gun, you know. So, right. So those half the story, you know, they don't show the whole story where he actually had the gun and he wouldn't put it down. But you, you're giving respect to all lives equally. So, like, you definitely deserve to be commended for that. Well, thank you. That's very kind of you to say, Andrew. And I thank you uh, for for uh, joining us. And I wish you a, a happy new year. Thank you for the call. I, I do want to say this as it relates to toy guns, fake guns. The toy industry has done a much better job in terms of putting orange uh, backgrounds on the butt of the gun or the 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 uh the beginning of the gun to indicate to an officer that that it's a toy but but i i want to i want to say this to people one as a kid growing up in new york city i was never allowed to play with toy guns for fear to be honest with you because my grandmother felt that uh, as a young man of color a mistake could be made and she didn't want to take that that uh that risk with my life and i i i think it was smart what she did but but now i want to i want to just express this from a law enforcement point of view 
Follow me for a second, folks. So, obviously, Tamir Rice comes to mind. What happened in Cleveland, the officers respond. He's holding the toy gun. Apparently, there was no communication, um, and the officer opened fire, ending uh, Tamir Rice's life. Any loss of life is a... uh, is a tragic thing. But I, I just want to say this. And some of you folks will say, well, Dominic, you're siding with law enforcement. I want you to think about this for a second. So you pull up on a scene and someone's holding what looks like is a gun. Now, I want you folks to think about this for a second. If you pause, if you pause for one second, the mayor, uh, a few days later, will be talking about how great of a person you were as your wife is on the verge of a nervous breakdown because now she's got to raise your kids by herself. And so, I, and I keep saying this, folks, crime is not Hollywood. You, you don't, you can't, a police officer doesn't have time to say, oh, well, let's, let's wait and see if that's not a real gun. You catch a bullet between your eyes, and and with and with some of these criminals that are out there today, okay, the officer in Baltimore, she didn't even have a chance to see her 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 executors face to face. They were cowards in the way that they killed this woman for no reason at all that we know of, and there can there cannot be any legitimate reason. You took a woman of the black community that was doing productive things, raising her kids, yet another example of black-on-black crime in Baltimore. And then you want to stand around and talk about how you can't get opportunities and nobody will give you a break and, oh, the system is, is rigged against me. Maybe in some degrees it is a little bit. But the question becomes, how are you going to get around that and do something productive? Let's go to uh, Mary Beth calling from uh, Long Island. Good morning, Mary Beth. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning to you, Dominic, and thank you for all you do and all you say. It really makes an impact. And I'm so glad that this station is heard in so many different parts of this country. Um, I do recall a woman calling in to you either on the James Golden show or on this show. And I think she was from Brooklyn. And that was the first time I heard about this police officer in Baltimore. Uh And the woman spoke so eloquently and so lovingly. And I think to myself, you are covering this. But is the mainstream media and isn't it time for viewers and listeners to jam the phone lines of these stations and say, where is the coverage? What's the news on what happened to this police officer? And, And I don't know if her funeral happened yet or not, but you would hope that police officers from all over the country would attend and the showing of them standing there in their uniforms honoring her, that would make news, I would pray. Right, right. But what scares me, Mary Beth, uh, to be candid with you, 
it's my job to know what's going on locally, statewide, and nationally. And I had mm-hmm. no idea of this case until one of the great listeners of WABC called in, as you just said, and asked me what was going on with this case. And I was honest. I said, I'm not sure. I'll get back to you. I looked into it, and it is an absolute disgrace what happened to this woman and and thus the Baltimore Police Department. And so, Mary Beth, I, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, they should be ashamed. One of their own. It's horrible. It's horrible. And people need to know this story. Right. I, I agree with you. Um, try, try not to be upset about it. I'm, I know it's tough because I'm, I'm angry about it. I'm, to be honest with you, I'm angry every time we lose a police officer. Uh, that's how much respect that I, that I have for them because you have to look at how tough their job is. I mean, they have to be social workers, coaches. Uh, I mean, I, we can go through a litany of job titles that police officers have to have. And again, when, when you're dealing with a gun situation, nobody wants to see someone shot if they don't have a weapon or whatever the case may be. But it's not Hollywood, folks. This is not a movie where we can say, let's go back for four seconds and let's see if that's actually a gun. Let's let's wait and see. Oh, oh, we know it's not a gun because my partner just got hit in his heart. And so now we know it's it's a real gun. Is that what you want people to do, folks? Let's go to David. David is calling from Los Angeles, listening uh, on WABC.com. Good morning, David. Nice to chat with you again. Yes, Dominic. That Drew. Let me tell you about that Drew. Boy, does he get... He really says it all. Here's why. Here you go. You introduce a topic. It's a female black cop shot by two black criminals. And then he calls up. Hey, Donald Trump, this. Hey, Eric Adams, anything to change the topic. Okay, so what if Donald Trump won because black people stayed home? If, if it's Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump, they're going to stay home again. Anything to divert. Why can't Drew call up and say, you know what, Dominic? I agree. It is terrible that two black men killed a black cop. No, he can't say that because the left-wing Democrats are too embarrassed and ashamed of what's going on. But I think it do the party a lot of good if they would admit this is bad because who could defend this? I want you to call back and say, you know what, Dominic? I know I tried to divert the conversation. I tried to cover it up. I tried to throw you off topic. But I am here to say, yes, I denounce what happens. Why can't Black Lives Matter? Why can't left-wing Democrat black people stick up for their own people? It's sickening, and I, as a white person, am tired of hearing all the black people like the Jesse Smollett's. Boy, Jesse Smollett can sit there and say anything, and then the whole country say, we got to stop white people. And then, you know, Dominic, I heard a black talk show host say, well, gee, if Jesse Smollett lied to help bring up the issue of what's going on in America, then that is low-key honor. Low-key honor, here's what I tell her. Let the real situations present themselves. Don't go making them up and saying white people are out there doing this stuff. It's black people that are killing black people. And no white supremacist can kill black people faster than black people are killing each other. It needs to be addressed. Hmm. Well, David, I, I thank you for the call. I you, you, You've said it all there. All I can say, folks, is that... um. 
This show, I'm I'm really trying to keep it focused on Kiana Holly, of the Baltimore police officers, because think think about this for a second, folks. Somebody had to go home that night, that morning. Somebody had to explain to her four kids, mommy's never coming back home. Those kids will probably be in counseling for the rest of their lives. For two people that are not even worth mentioning on the radio. That's how useless their lives are. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. Folks, you can also reach me on Twitter, Dominic TV, Dominic TV, Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV, Dominic Carter TV. So we're going back to the Kiona uh, uh, Holly case in just one second. Uh, But uh, these numbers are just staggering as it relates to uh, COVID hospitalizations in New York. Hospitalizations in New York State are up 63% in one week. In New York City, the cases are up where... I mean, these numbers are just just staggering here. 74,000 test positive in in, in one day. And in New Jersey, it's uh, 47,000. And so uh, Mayor de Blasio, uh, he's he's down to, what, his final 24 hours in office. As a matter of fact, he's down to about 23 hours. And in his final uh, City Hall press conference, de Blasio continued to tease his run for governor. Good luck with that. His run for governor. I, maybe he knows something that uh, that I don't know. But right back to the telephone calls. One eight hundred eight four eight WABC. Kiona uh, Holly, the uh, Baltimore police officer, uh, assassinated. Literally assassinated. Let's go to uh, Susan. Susan's listening on the radio in Brooklyn. Good morning, Susan. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Oh, hi, Dominic. Hi, Susan. Um, Yeah, this is, yes, it's so um, disturbing to hear this kind of just uh, an ambush like this um, on this, um, you know, hero uh, police officer who happened to be a woman, mother. I look at it that way first. I mean, the, the color is... Of, of the skin, you know, we think more of like the soul, the person, the hero that that this person was, and to be taken down like that. But it reminds me of, and I was looking on the internet to trying to find out. Remember, in the Bronx, there was a a, a very uh, esteemed officer sitting in her van, you know, in a housing project, yes. trying to. Yes, and you are correct. She was ambushed. And I was looking to like try to find out her name, and it was just so disheartening because there were so many shootings of police officers. And I was right. trying to find it was it was a few years ago. But these things, you know, we're mother mothers. We relate more as mothers than the color of our skin. Mm-hmm. We relate to the loss, you know, what those children must be going through. And I think we just have to put de-emphasize. We have to 
emphasize our, our humanity and de-emphasize. So what if someone had blue eyes or green eyes or brown skin or, or, or it, this is, we have to start looking at people as humans and individuals and all the things we have in common. Agreed, Agreed Susan. A good lesson that, that you're uh, spreading right now. Agreed. Agreed. I, I agree with you. And, but it's just, but the bottom line is this, um, these, these guys, and I mean, it's a given, and I know I sound naive saying this, but they don't even care about members of their own community. I mean, they, (sighs) Susan, you, you, you made it, you made a great point and I thank you for the call and I wish you a, uh, I wish you a happy new year. Thank you for the call. Let's go to our friend Audrey in uh, Brooklyn. Good morning, Audrey. How do you see this situation? Good morning. I'm going to use a few of your words. Let's be honest here. This is not something that's black or white. Part of my voice, I had a yelling screen. I had fun with my friends. But it's not a black-white thing. Do you recall back in December 2014 when two officers on the corner of Brooklyn, where I live at, were ambushed from a guy from Baltimore? He was shot? Yes. He was shot in the park? Okay. I, I'm just tired of hearing how black and how white it is. It's a humanity like the young lady that just previously called. Um, I, I, I feel what she's saying. And it's time It's time for this to stop. I mean, it can't be fixed by calling it black or calling it white. It has to be fixed within. And we as a people, this country is having a serious problem with people, with themselves. And if, if Donald Trump runs and runs again, I'm taking your passport and I'm moving to Canada. You hear me? Because that's not going to happen. But I'm, I just wish that maybe next year we can focus on 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 realism as opposed to progressives and, and liberals. I've been voting for 51 years, and I just started hearing progressives and all that. I'm like, what, what is a progressive? What is it this? I thought it was Democrats and Republicans. What happened? The country is in chaos. But I love your what, show. What, what the, well, thank you, Audrey. And uh We appreciate you. What happened, what happened to be blunt and honest with you, a group of people starting with AOC figured out a way to get elected, to get around the status quo. And she figured out, I'll tell them everything they want to hear, the constituents. And it worked. And now she's one of the leading voices in Washington for the left. But I, I want anyone, I defy anyone to give me three things that AOC has done for the community. Get, list, just, just give me three. Just three. Three that she's done for the community. Thank you for the call, Audrey. Let's go to John. John's listening on the radio from Staten Island. Good morning, John. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Dominic. Uh you know, this is sad and sorry to hear that this wasn't broadcast on the news nationally because usually they do sometimes. Right. But, you right. know, it's the politi- political party that's in charge with the media. That's this party, this media doesn't want to say it. And one other thing that we, we should be talking about, because I always just talk to you about, like, uh, the uh, drug overdoses in Staten Island. Mm-hmm. I'm looking on New York City Health, and this is unintentional death, they're saying, so that means we don't know what was in these drugs, heroin, you know, coke, whatever. But there's fentanyl coming in. There's, you know, this administration, these political parties, this social media, the the press will not talk about it, that we already passed over 100,000 deaths. Yeah, and where is that coming from? Is it through drugs? I mean, and, and there's something they're not happy about, but you know what? It should be taught. 
and it was 44 people died in the first quarter in Staten Island, but 175,000, which were on the border, part of it, I believe, is part of the mid-Bronx, which AOC represents. I don't see her even talking about it. But uh, right. Dominic, have a happy new year. Same to you, John. And, and it, I know, I know that um, that Baltimore is not AOC's district. But she comments on everything else that doesn't have anything to do really with her constituents. Why, why not step up for for this officer? Where, where are the leaders to say what happened to this woman is is wrong? Is wrong. Russell, White Plains, listening on the radio. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Donna. I'm sorry to tell you I'm reading in the chief leader about the murderer of the first female New York City police cop, Irma Lozada, in 1984, is about to be paroled. He's 56 years old. He's the 23rd person who's killed the police officer, released in less than two years. And, you know, people call in. We now have a female police commissioner, but people call in and say women shouldn't be cops. That's ridiculous. Women may not be stronger, but they're quicker. And, uh, you know, I just hate to hear Stan of Forest Hills call in supporting Hillary, who was a war criminal, and then say women shouldn't be cops. And I think we should just observe that the first female officer, Irma Lozada, her killer's just been paroled. And we should really look at this life without parole for anyone convicted of killing cops. Thank you, Dominic. I, hey, Russell, I... <laughs> If it's up to me, I know we don't have a death penalty, but it's up to me. You you kill a cop, that's exactly where you're going to the death penalty. Always mistakes, but life without parole would be appropriate, I think. Okay, all right. Well, Russell, I, I thank you for the call. Folks, I do want to say that coming up, you want to stay right where you are. The best of Frank Morano starts at uh, at 1 a.m. And Dominic Carter here with you. I will be back in just a couple of hours at 4 o'clock this afternoon, 4 to 5, in for Bo Snurdly. And I will also be doing his Saturday morning show from 8 a.m. until 10 a.m. here on WABC. So I hope you folks will uh, will join me. But I return to my original point. Where is the outrage over the killing of Baltimore police officer Keona Holly? It, it's almost like no, no one's saying anything. And this guy that apparently pulled the trigger of violent felon, felon awaiting trial on a gun possession charge. She didn't even have a chance to defend herself. Uh, it, no police officer could have defended themselves when you're shot in the back of the head and you're sitting in your, uh, in your patrol car. Let's go to uh, Steve in Central Jersey. Good morning, Steve, listening on the radio. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Happy New Year. Uh, Thanks for taking my call. I'll get right to it. Dominic, I am extremely troubled. I just woke up to this news, but I'm extremely troubled. We now live in a country, in just 18 months now, we now live in a country where half of the country, that being the portion living in big, big cities run by Democrats, is so scared of a little cold, they're flooding the emergency rooms. And that's why the hospitals are overrun. The people are being scared to death by the government backed up by the media. In the meantime, these same cities are fermenting hate uh, through the government on the police. And that's what happened here in Baltimore. If it, I forget how Stevie Wonder put it in a song, Dominic, but he said something to this effect. If this continues, we are doomed. If this continues, go ahead. I'll listen to you, sir. 
Well, I, I mean, I, I heard your comment uh, as it relates to, Steve, what you feel about uh, the COVID situation. But 800,000 dead, I, I don't think that's a cold. Um, I think that's a lot more serious than, uh, than just a cold. But but I do I do thank you for the call. Let's go to right now to Jeremiah in the Bronx listening on the WABC app. Good morning, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Hey, good morning, Dominic. The Chronicles of Dominic Carter. I, I like that. That's really well, good. Thank you. Really thank much. you. Let me uh, let me say something. I know. I think I mentioned it before. Why don't we try something new? Something that hasn't been done against these these horrible crimes, especially what happened to that officer. It's horrible. I, I can't I can't condone anything. Any any rational minded individual human being can 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 confound that. Can't. Can, why don't we try? Why doesn't the local government governments try to talk to some of these organizations like the Hebrew Israelites and go to these communities? Maybe must help try to change some of the minds of some of these people. That's going on. That's a, that that thing that thing that happened to that officer. That no one condones. Anybody with a rational mind can't condone something like that. But we need to try. Jeremiah, I, I think I think I, have a, I think I have a better idea, and I think my idea is much more effective. How about okay. tough law and order? You cross the line. You're going to jail for a very long time. I, I okay, but- l- listen. Wait, wait. L- l- let me just say this, Jeremiah. And and th- this is somewhat controversial, but California, when they had their three three strikes in your uh, in your outlaw, I don't see anything wrong with that. I- I'm sorry, folks. I don't see anything wrong with that because these criminals understand one thing and one thing only. You give them, you give them an inch, they take eight miles. I I, I agree. I understand where you're coming from. I know we need to have some law and order. It's it's crazy, but that's a that's what you think. That's a little extreme. Three strikes in your route. I, I but, okay, but but Jeremiah, but look at what we're dealing with now. So so you said, and I, I respect you, and I respect your opinion. And you said right. you basically said, "Let's talk." You meaning to say you said the Israelites uh, to some of these groups, right? But 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 talking talking ain't gonna cut it. Talking I mean, ain't gonna cut. You know why it's not gonna cut it? Because you and I but, are from the community, and we know that with these criminals. All they're going to do is keep talk, 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 and continue with their illegal activity, and nothing's going to change with them. They understand well, one we- thing. Just like a politician understands that if you vote them out of office, they're scared to death of being primary and, and voted out of office. What you have to do with a criminal is three strikes, and you're, I don't even think you should get three strikes. I mean, all I'm saying is, I, I, I never thought, Jeremiah, to, to be completely honest with you, and I thank you for the call. I, 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 maybe, I'm, maybe I'm just naive. I never thought the gang problems out of South Central L.A., I never thought that those gang issues would make their way to New York. I just didn't see it. I said to myself, there's no way that will be tolerated here. Now we have 15-year-olds, 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds running around the streets uh, uh, shooting at each other with no regard for who's walking uh, down the street, with no regard for whose grandmother is walking down the street. They're they're shooting kids in, in front of schools. 
It's an absolute killing police officers, no respect for police officers. That's, that's where this starts. That's where all of this starts. And this is why I was so angry and denounced when those police officers were doused with water. It wasn't funny. Those kids thought it was hilarious. If you understand the way that they think, then you know that what they were doing is defying authority and they're one step away from practically where we are right now. Let's go to uh, Philadelphia. Let's say good morning to Robert listening on the radio. Good morning, Robert. Welcome to Talk Radio 77 WABC. Thanks a lot, Dominic. And before I make a quick point, I just hope you have a great new year. Um, Thank you. Same to you and your family. Uh, thank you. Um, what does it say about a community and a national media when they're putting angels' wings on George Floyd and not even talking about this amazing woman that was murdered like that? What does it say about what it says about that community when you get that answer? Okay, you will find the nutshell of what is wrong right now in the cities in this country. I would just ask my fellow Americans, man, I don't care what race you are. If you're pulling that big lever and watching this destruction around you, please, you got to look in the mirror, man. Um, like I said, it's going to be a better year next year, though. I, I pray for this woman because she is an American hero, and I don't see any T-shirts on her, and that pisses me off. But you right. have a great one. No, no thank T-shirts, you. Robert. Thank, thank you for the call, Robert. No T-shirts. I mean, they're not even they're not even going through the preliminaries. When I say they, meaning civil rights leaders, no one's saying anything. Eh, what well, it is, what it is. But let it be a police officer shooting someone else. Call the live trucks. Here they come. Our friend in uh, Queens, Jeannie. Jeannie, listening on radio. Jeannie, I've got thirty seconds left. Okay. You have it. Go right ahead. Hi, Dominic. Happy New Year. Okay. Same to you it's and your family. It's a terribly sad story. It makes me so, so moved. What can we all do to change this? First of all, may I ask you, there was a woman who did a march a few months ago, I think here in New York City. She had lost her son to shooting. She had a movement of people um, that were into this subject of how to stop the killings and mm-hmm. change those. We need something like this. Can we not make a national movement or something and have a big march? I have to step in because I'm out of time. We will deal with this further, Jeannie. I'll be back on the air 4 o'clock this afternoon. Dominic Carter here, folks. Coming up right now, the best of Frank Morano. Keep it right there. Talk Radio 77 WABC. <laughs> 